Welcome. This is episode 225. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey. Hey, what's up, guys? And this is Bobby. Back for another week, guys. And in good spirits, right? Yeah, man. We win, oh, yeah. Winning good our last spirits. two games. Winning our last two uh, away games. Six points or on wait. the road. You can't get, yeah, six points on the road. You can't get yeah. better than that. I mean, you know, oh, after, no. the, after the letdown um, on uh, on the, you know, I, I want to call it opening day. Uh, but <laughs> it wasn't opening day. It was it was the day. The, for uh, us, it was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of for us, it was. <laughs> um, full capacity, maximum capacity day, I guess, is is what we should call it. Uh, but it, it, after that, you know, slight disappointment there. Uh, we go on the road, we get six points uh, from from our games. And, uh, you know, we beat we beat uh, San Jose and, you know, California is ours. It is. It is. Uh, so uh, during this past weekend, you had uh, LAFC losing to Kansas City. Uh, and then we beat San Jose. So yeah, only California team that actually won their game this weekend and, uh, sitting at the near the top of the Western conference, uh, in third place with a seven and three record. Um, and we said this before, we are now just about a third of the way into the season. Officially. I think once, uh, the, the Sunday game plays, we will be officially a third of the way, but we asked this before. I'll do it again. I think the first 10 games, you're heading into July, third of the season out of the way. Realistically, did you really believe the Galaxy would be sitting in third place in the Western Conference? And not only that, fourth in the entire league. Yeah, and 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 it's funny you mentioned that not just third place, but fourth in the entire league. There's some massive separation between us and the fourth place team in the West, between Colorado uh, even if we drop points and Colorado wins points, we still don't move in the standings. So that's that's a good feeling to have a little bit of, of a of a cushion there. Um, no, looking at last year, no, I expected to be in like uh, you know ninth, eighth place maybe at this point in the season. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna have to agree there. I I, I thought middle of the road team. Um, struggling, um, especially in the beginning, simply because, you know, you're learning a new system and there's, you know, new players and there's constantly uh, new players coming in. It seems like every week there's someone new to report. Uh, but no, that hasn't been the case. In, in fact, uh, they, they've kind of, in a way, hit the ground running, uh, stumbled here and there, but got right back up wow. and, and kept on running. Did. Some of them did. I mean, I, I'm talking about even the, in the victories, you know, you had the Vancouver victory, which, you know, you know, you, you were up and then uh, you, you just dropped some points, but got right back up. Oh, we got some points. You know, we got all three points. Uh, you know, same thing happened with some of those, uh, you know, the San Jose game, the, the first one where we, you know, we had to hang on, uh, you know, the New York game and then game number two we had to hang on. So, you know, there's, you hit the ground running, but you know, you've, you stumbled along the way, but you've gotten up. Yeah. Which, is, which is the most important thing. And you're continuing to move forward in each game. You seem to be improving. You seem to be learning something new and you're finding new ways to win. This past game is probably the first game since the Austin game where you were comfortably winning and you figured that this was, you know, you're well on your way to a victory. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hardly, much, uh, hardly any uh, drama in this game a couple times. But uh, nothing to where it's like, okay, uh, I'm worried now. 
but yeah, I, I think the first uh, quote unquote good victory since the Austin game. So, what do you think? I personally didn't think the Vancouver game where we 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 didn't look bad. Uh, I think we pretty well like well maybe because they were bunkering down the first half. We you know we were able to look pretty good at that time. We didn't take any advantage of that because um, we couldn't break through and get any kind of attack. But I thought we were doing fine. But I do agree that this last game is the closest to uh, the Austin game that we've seen. But the other the other thing too is that like you were saying. It seems like we're seeing someone new every time, every game, you know, it team, but it also, but what's great about it is that every, every new addition, it seems to be getting stronger. You know, it doesn't really seem to be breaking the, the chain or, or, or messing any, any game plans up. So it seems to just making, looks to seem to be, well, I just twisted my tongue. <laughs> it looks like that we're just getting stronger and stronger every game. Like the plan is working. Everything we were expect, like hoping would happen is, is on track and it's good to see it. And it's also great yeah, to see the 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 um the spirits of the team, you know. Oh, for sure. So, so yeah, for sure. You see, you see how how together this whole team is. Um, I would say though that based on based on the the you know the outlook at the beginning of the season versus the outlook you know three four games in and then now you know going into the into the this sort of long week, um, I will say that that there are some things that uh, I don't think that they're quite some, some players and some of the plans are quite, quite where we would like them to be or expect them to be. Uh, we talked about last week a little bit, how maybe bringing in some of these new players have, has kind of like, you know, added more things into the mix and the chemistry is maybe off, especially in the attack. I feel like this, this week, obviously, or, or this game against San Jose, Obviously, uh, all of that sort of started to to bubble up again and, and start to mix well. Um, I thought that that both uh, Grand Seer and Cabral being able to interact with Chicha was much better. But uh, you know, real quick, let let's just talk about this guy right now. Where at the beginning of the season, did you guys, in your wildest dreams, expect that Chicharito would have? 10 goals in 10 games. I mean, that seems no insane. No, uh, I didn't. No. I didn't think so. We were, you know, we, what's funny is a, a friend of mine, he, he called me and he said, Hey, you know, it, was I totally wrong about Chicharito was, you know, maybe he's not the, the player that I, you know, the, the, the way that I badmouthed him, not me, myself, he, he was talking about himself, the way he badmouthed him in 2020 He's proving him wrong in 2021, and I and I told him I said, look, you can be, you can be correct in both things. I think the 2020 version of Chicharito was exactly who he was saying he was, and bad mouthing him and saying that he wasn't, you know, prepared to come into the league. And we, you know, we've said it all. Um, my God, this guy has created such a turnaround for himself. You cannot help but want to root for him. And just it's infectious the way that he is approaching the season this year and it's paid dividends. And, you know, we've talked about it. We'll continue to talk about it. You know, the, the more and more uh, this guy continues to perform, we'll continue to sing his praises because he, he certainly deserves it. I mean, you want a guy who's going to go out there and, you know, what, what's your ideal thing? when you bring a player in you you want him to bleed for the crest 
you cannot say that Chicha has not bled for this crest. I mean, you see, you know, we'll, we'll get to it later uh, in the game. But I wouldn't say bleed. He's, he's gone. I mean, he hasn't literally bled, but you see I know you're not literal, absolutely but. knackered he is by the end of the game, you know, by the end of the game or when they when they took him out in, in this game. He spent every ounce of energy that he had in this game. Uh, Chicharito, uh, going into 2020, uh, a lot of you know, a lot of MLS guys, a lot of you know the the, the experts were saying that Chicharito can run rampant on this league. Um, he has the capability of scoring uh, practically at will. And but, that, but that's that what he, all the experts say about all the superstars that come in. Right, right, right. Um, what I was going with this is that he's proven them right this year. Um, now, again, several factors that go into that, including his uh, his mentality going into 2021. He is very self-aware of what happened in 2020. He takes full responsibility and, um, you know, wasn't prepared or, you know, whatnot. And, uh, you know, uh, maybe, maybe he didn't think he can play with a cigarette in his mouth, but probably thought that, you know, maybe a little easier than, than, uh, than he had anticipated, but like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, a little tougher. Pasta? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so he comes into 2021 more, uh, better prepared physically and mentally. You know, he's slimmer. And, you know, one of the big difference, uh, the biggest difference, let, let's be honest, the biggest difference that's happened uh, to the Galaxy is Greg Vanny. And I had said it in the beginning, uh, in the preseason, Greg Vanny's number one job this season, whether you, you know, you liked it or not, his main job is to make sure that he unlocks Chicharito. He has to get some sort of game plan, some sort of system going where he can get the ball in the correct uh, um, in the correct space. That's it. Okay? Chicharito was on not his foot. to create... Yeah, well, yeah <laughs> on his foot. Um, and make sure that Chicharito... <laughs> on his know, foot actually... as he's falling into the goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, we know that Chicharito is not going to create anything. We know that he's not a Zlatan type player. Um, that, that, that I'm sure that the although he's been is... doing he's been doing good this these last few games, trail, uh, trailing back and helping in the midfield and creating some plays moving I mean, forward. Both, he's he's both actually been he doing scored, some of that. He started them. Yeah, he started both goals, which is which is amazing. We'll get more into details of the game uh, a little later, but yeah, the, the guy is all over the place. The guy is. Uh, I, I think he's he is all in on the galaxy. I, I I do believe that he's playing for the cross right now. I think he understands what that means. And again, I I, I still give credit to Greg Vanny there because I think a lot of these players are starting to realize what that means. It's not just him. It's 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 everybody else. But you know, Chicharito uh, earns uh, Team of the Week honors for the third time, and for the third time, he gets Player of the Week. So the guy is just on cloud nine right now. He has 10 goals for the season. Uh, he's currently leading the golden boot race, one ahead of uh, Rui Diaz. And I mean, the guy wow. on top of the world. That's, he is, that's big. That's, yeah. that's, that's a big opponent to have there up there with you. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I really feel that, you know, this season is what a lot of people expected him to do, uh, you know, last season. And, uh, you know, it, it came a, a year late. Uh, maybe that's better. Uh, based on what uh, what happened in 2020, um, but uh, it, it's it, it's it's a complete turnaround, and 
I think David said it. It's just infectious the way that you know he's playing. It's hard not to root for him. It's hard not to like just fall in love with the guy. You know, the guy is playing with such confidence. It's it's bursting out of his ears right now. Uh, how, how confident that guy's playing, and he's having so much fun. I mean, he's having so much fun on that field. You can tell, um, and it's it, it's a good thing to see. You know, you want your goal scorer to be at it. You know the most confident he could possibly be and he is and obviously that's good news uh for the galaxy and uh hopefully that trend continues and you know it's just uh, there's a lot of good things happening with chicharito right now and he has proven his doubters wrong and uh i'm glad i'm glad uh, i've said it i, I don't want to be right when i badmouth a player with one of our players i, I want to be proven wrong at every point i want you know chicharito to break you know Zlatan's record, um, by, by by all means, that that's that's a good thing. That means we're doing good things. So, um, so yeah, good on him. Let, let, let's get into the game. So uh, a three to one victory uh, against uh, our uh, one of our rivals in San Jose, going up to PayPal Park. Oh, that's horrible. Um, PPP. And um, yeah, three one victory, very convincing. Uh, was up three three nil. Um, I think that uh well the, the the first goal um it came via uh, was that grand sear yes grand sear. The, the, yeah. yeah that was grand the first sear one was the first one so so, so grand sears an incredible uh, fucking cross in, uh picture perfect cross and watch that play again i'm sure you guys have watched this yep. several times and you watch it again, and David obviously knows, Bobby knows, I know, that Chicharito started this play. And keep an eye on him the entire way because he makes a pass from the midfield, you yep. know, take, you know, passes it to uh to the winger in Grancier, who is ahead of him. And Chicharito nonstop just sprints down the field and catches across. Almost like it's yep. This is the way we do in it a tight practice. in a tight space of a margin as well because yeah. it was just yeah. on his yeah. foot. It just like poof right on yep. his foot. Yeah. Well, he, uh, he timed mean, he timed the run to perfection. I mean, Grand Sear puts in a pin perfect cross, but like the way he he timed his stride was just incredible to to watch. And and then he got some you know he got enough behind it that he was able to turn it toward goal and and you know that not an easy thing as we'll we'll see later in this game. Well, I yeah, mean, he was um, he was he was just a few feet away from the goal on that one, but yeah. But still, I mean, we no, it wasn't gonna him. it wasn't gonna go anywhere. It was gonna go in. It was no matter what. It was gonna go. We've it was seen, pretty tight. We've seen, him, we've seen him miss from 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 up close. Yeah, but not that, but not miss. that close. Not that close. Uh, um, I mean, then, dude, I could show you games where like yeah. the guy's literally on the line. The ball's on the line. All he has to do is touch it, and it goes over the bar. No, I know, but I'm talking about Chicharito specifically. Sure. I've seen that sure. one. We've looked at that video many, many of times. <laughs> um, the then you look at the second goal, um, and so I, I think we were at one nil at halftime, if, if if I recall correctly. And so you look at what the Galaxy were doing in the first half, and they basically just shut down San Jose. Um, they dominated for the most part, I uh, didn't have more of the ball. I think they were losing that battle in the first half, maybe like 60, 40. Um, but the galaxy were creating chances where San Jose was not. So the galaxy were making, um, 
more used with their possession than San Jose was. I think like San Jose's was like expected nothing, goals was like zero point like one nothing felt threatening. Was, yeah, there was not, no, nothing threatening at all. Um, I don't think Jonathan Vaughn had to make a save in the first half. I, I could be wrong, but I don't think he had to make a save. Um, so the Galaxy were dominating, and they come out in the second half. Once again, they're firing on all cylinders. Uh, Chicharito scores, I believe, five minutes into the second half. And once again, he starts to play. Middle of the field, uh, passes it out to uh, a wide-open Kevin Cabral. Nearly the uh, same. Takes, Yeah, almost the same, uh, except for on different sides. This time, you, yep. you know, you're passing it off to the left. Uh, Let's try with you goal. now. <laughs> yeah, and once again, Cabral with the pinpoint accuracy, uh, accurate cross uh, finds Chicharito in stride yet again, and exact same goal. Yeah, exact same goal. Uh, and you're up 2-0, uh, and uh, the Galaxy are flying high. Uh, at that moment, you know that the Galaxy are probably going to win. Uh, San Jose, a lot of travel in, in this past week. I'm sure fatigue played a factor. They haven't won a game in seven games. So, you know, obviously they're completely demoralized. And, um, you know, Chicharito and, and, and the rest of the team takes advantage of this. Um, and then finally, uh, I believe see, the 70th minute, you can definitely tell that San Jose is is as tired as uh, someone that has not appeared uh, so far this season. Finally makes an appearance, um, and it's about damn time. I'm talking about own goal. Own goal finally gets on the score sheet for the Galaxy as, uh, uh, who was it, Ju- Jungworth, I believe, is, is the defender. Yep. Uh, who uh, I think Dunbar tries a cross, and I think, and I think make, making a, I, I don't know, I could be he wrong. He fumbles it in his, but he it, fumbles yeah, it between his feet, and it just yeah, goes in. Yeah, it, it's just weird because Dunbar kind of, I, I think it, it wasn't pissed. a good, I, I think, so, yeah, and I was going to say, one of two things happened. He either mishits it, or it was just a horrible cross to begin with, and maybe the defender just doesn't expect it. Maybe, I don't know what happens, but yeah, it goes off, uh, 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 Jungworth and uh, trickles into the back of the net, three uh, nil, and that's pretty much game um, at, at that point. And, and it could have been significantly more. Um... Let's go ahead and talk about before we go into a little bit more. Let's let's talk about uh, some individual performances here. So let's start off with uh, player ratings. So we know that uh, Chicharito is going to be the highest-rated player, so we're going to take him off the list here. Uh, he is at 9.0 with, with, with a brace. It's, it's nice. really hard not to be... Um, uh, it's really hard not to be uh, the highest-rated player with a brace. So, aside from Chicharito, who was the highest-rated player? Bobby, let's uh, start with you. <sighs> um... really don't know man legit i don't know um <laughs> i'm like my my head's bouncing between a, f- a few players <clears throat> i would say damn i don't know dude grant uh grant sir i'll just i'm just throwing grant sir out there i don't know because i'm gonna keep bouncing back and forth with multiple players all right uh who will be your second player just what just out of curiosity uh Koulibaly. Okay, David, who is the highest rated player? I I once again thought that Koulibaly was excellent, but listen, if the answer is not Julian Araujo, I don't know 
you know, soccer soccer is broken. No, he he was fantastic. Yep. So I say it's Araujo as well. Uh, you're watching that game. Araujo made also made team of the week the, the this week, and only three defenders uh, were in that team of the week. So uh, the fact that he was one of those shows you how well he played in this game, and I thought he was phenomenal. He's not the highest rated player, however. Hmm. And uh, if he isn't, it must be broken, right? Well, you're going to agree with that statement because you're not going to believe who is a hot, the, Get the to second it. highest rated player. Get to it. <laughs> Kevin Cabral. Shit, no, I was going to say that because of his assist, no. man. I was going to say that. It's because of his assist. So, Kevin Cabral sits at 7.8 player rating for uh, the game against San Jose. So here's the thing. Um, let's talk about Cabral, because there are some talking points about this kid that, that we need to bring up. So okay. highest rated player uh, behind Chicharito, 7.8. He play, he went the whole 90 minutes. Um, let's go ahead and get some assists here. Expected goals, 0.57 for Kevin Cabral. He had one assist on the night. Uh, expected assists, he had 0.59. Only had 12 accurate passes, by the way. And that was good for 70, 71%. Only 12 accurate passes at 71%. He created four chances. He had two shots. Both of them were off target. He, oh, I'm sorry, he had three shots. Two were off target, and one of them was blocked. Okay. I know that this guy was, at least in the second half. In the first half, I didn't really see him too much. Second half, he was... A lot more involved with the play. Um, he was front and center, especially once Chicharito exited the game. He he became the uh, the was, lone was, forward up top. <sighs> Kevin was Cabral. It the, oh, I'm sorry, I was going was to gonna say, was it that moment where he 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 uh, anticipated the ball and then l- that led to a play for a goal that could have the last game. Et- was that the, no, that was, la- the yeah, game that before? Was else. Yeah, that was the All right, I'm game. mixing it. I'm mixing it. Okay. Because yeah. okay. if it so, was okay, I'll give that to you. Okay, I'm trying to do the. I'm trying. I know. I'm. Tr- I'm trying to do the equation in my head. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. You're trying to. You're trying to, to circle the square. I get it. Um. Okay. Kevin Cabral. We have said, and I'm gonna ask this question again. We have. We've preached patience. With this guy, he has, you know, we were saying five games under his belt before this game, five games under his belt, new country, new team, new system. He's young, 21 years old, Um, unproven. So it's not that he's, you know, what we knew who he was. Uh, He wasn't a um, a, a player that was well established in a top league in Europe. Um, We have said this guy's raw. Guy has a lot of developing, and you know, I, I got to assume that Division Two France is probably very different than MLS. So yeah. he he's gonna have to get used to not only the physicality of the league, but also the the, the pace of the league. I'm sure it's different. I'm sure that the you know there, there's tendency, different tendencies when it comes to defending and comes uh, to attacking, and so he's got to learn all this. I stand by. The patience here. What I can't stand by at all is him missing a sitter. Nobody around him. No pressure. 
all the time in the world, in front of the penalty spot, directly in front of the penalty spot, and you can't even get that shot on target. Yeah. The, the, look, there's a difference with being patient and being frustrated, right? I think in that moment, every Galaxy fan is frustrated with Kevin Cabral in, in, in that specific moment. Because, yes, almost anyone can make that shot. You know what I mean? But, as we said, we've seen, we've seen worse misses or mi- worse... Uh, shots, you know, stuff that was on the goal line that ended up on the, you know, going over the bar somehow. Um, I, I mean, oh, look, I, I mean, I, I, I get. And look, I'll say this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because let, let me okay. get around to it. Okay. Um, how are we feeling about Grand Seer after this game? I think he's had two, oh, I, two mm-hmm. good matches. I so I, uh, he he gets his assist. In this game, I, I think this is maybe his first, maybe his second one. I don't, I'm not sure, but it's it's. Well, he had the, uh, the goal. He forced the own goal a couple weeks ago. Okay, so that doesn't really count as an assist. Right. Uh, right. So the thing with Grant, <laughs> that, yeah. So 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 the thing with Grant Sear is that here is another guy who, again, unknown, and uh, you know all that you know, stuff. Just also, get, get the the main meat of what you're gonna say. I don't need all the fixings on it. Kevin Cabral is a DP. Is that Bobby over there? (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Cabral is a DP. The guy is going to be in a Galaxy uniform for five years. They pay him DP money. Sure. uh, And they saw something in him that said that this guy is worth that much money. Samuel Grandseer is not a DP. He's Tam. Mm -hmm. And he just needs to be serviceable. He needs to be part of a well-oiled machine. We are not dependent on him to win games. And the same with Cabral in that, look, here, here's, here's a guy that's coming from a completely different country, league, you know, different languages, all, all that stuff, right? He, he's going to have to really get used to this league. And once again, you have to find, a, find your footing. And I think because he's not a DP, he's going to get a little bit more leniency, at least from fans, a little bit more leniency as far as how long it takes you to actually get your, you know, feet settled here. And when you start kind of like making a difference and little by little, he's been making those strides. He's been saying, okay, I'm doing something new here. Been a little bit more involved, you know, staying in longer in the game. Remember he was, you know, uh, being subbed off very, very early. He still comes out early in the game. But I think, but I think that's more tactical than anything, especially with you know the, the the tough schedule that just happened. You know, you play three games in in eight days. You're about to go into another stretch where this, you know, you're gonna play six games in a month. So I think the the, the rotations here are kind of necessary and a little bit more tactical than they are. Uh, we need to get you off because you're ineffective, uh, which is what was happening in the first few games. So I think Grand Sierra is making those strides, even if it is, you know, little by little. But that is a forgivable thing where it's like, yeah, I don't expect too much of you, and you're still progressing forward. Kevin Cabral, on the other hand, you're expecting a little bit more because of you know how much he's worth on the payroll, and you expect a little bit more just because, well, you haven't really gone out and made that much improvement. You're still kind of stuck in neutral here. Um, we should have seen something. He definitely should have had a goal by now. He's definitely had chances. Yeah. Um, so it's not that he's not putting himself in in, in a position to score, um, but 
for me, I think the biggest difference is that Grant Sear, little by little, is improving. And Kevin Cabral right now is not. And I think, I mean, the way you're missing these shots, because he had another shot where he was kind of wide open. He was off to the side. So, you know, the angle was cut off a little bit. But again, he completely whiffs. It doesn't go on target. And it just kind of like he just mishits it. He just, the, the, the ball yeah. just kind of bounces off to, uh, off, you know, to the end line. Well, you know, he, he, had two, just... he had two that were uh, uh, kind of tight to the, tight to the frame, but off target. So. Yeah, so uh, Bobby, how, how are you feeling about Grant Sear? And I realized that I asked Lewis about Grant Sear and he gave me a whole speech about Cabral. <laughs> Usually the same, yeah. Um, no, no, I, I feel the same way as well. Grant Sear is like he's he's actually I feel like he's improving every game now. He was he was frustrating to me in the first few games that he was he came out in. I felt like he kind of tried too much and also didn't know his limitations. Um, now I feel like he plays in, uh, quite differently. He doesn't try to outrun players as much because he knows yeah. he, he won't anymore. Um, <clears throat> his uh, touch on the ball and uh, the style of, of holding and defending the ball from uh, from uh, from another player is a lot better. Uh, his I think his pass accuracy has always been good, but it feels like it's a lot better. Um, yeah, I mean I'm I'm liking him. I like him. I, um, I just wanted to keep. Keep it up, and hopefully he gets a little bit better. But yeah, I, Cabral I once, for me, real really no, fast. No, sorry, Cabral ahead, for go. me, for me, Cabral. He's he's uh, ever since he came, he kind of just seemed to me his his uh, his, his like or his, my perceived the person uh, his personality the the way I'm perceiving it is um <clears throat> excuse me is uh he's kind of like he just seems uncomfortable um like he just doesn't feel like he's home yet. You know, and I feel like the games are starting to to build that up. His pass accuracy has to get so much fucking better. He he messes. Up, he 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 gives such lazy ass passes so much. It drives me freaking who, crazy. Who, who are we talking about right now? Cabral. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. So his pass accuracy needs to get so much fucking better for me. Um, but uh, yeah, and of course we want goals. But yeah, but he to me i'm still on the train of i'm good i'm i'm he's he's not horrible and and i'm 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 still cool with just waiting you know like lewis said we haven't fucking 5 years so it's not like i'm not going to blow my lid right now right. about it so yeah i, I think I the think, most important i'm oh, sorry go ahead no, no i was going to say i think with with grand Sierra, i think uh just like all of the signings when they first came in they, you of course expect this guy's going to be the superstar this guy get you know the diamond in the rough we we're talking. I think we at, at one point we compared him to Alessandrini, and how so, when, when never Al said or, that. Or, or, no, 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 sorry. It was Alessandrini. <laughs> no, no, no. It was it was Alessandrini and Cabral. Now that I think of it, and I'll get I'll, I'll come back around to that one. But for for um for Grand Seer, for me, I think the the you know to to pull from Lewis's uh, article in the magazine. You open that pack of cards and you're like excited. You're like, yes, I'm I'm gonna get the one. And you get the grand seer and you're like, oh my god, this is gonna be the one. And then it, and then you know over the course of time, you figure out like it was a good it was a good one. It wasn't a great one, but it's also not a bad one. So I think that now that we've seen grand seer for X amount of time, our expectation level has adjusted itself. It's almost like when a sprinter tries to do a long distance run. They, it takes them time or it converts from, you know, the, the, the 400 yard to, you know, to, to cross country. It takes them time to figure out the, the pace. 
you you start out too slow, you start out too fast, whichever, you know, it, you have a hard time until you go, oh, here it is. I found my pace. Now I'm good. Now I can build from here. I feel like that's right where we're at with Grand Seer right now. Now with Cabral, we talked, I think I, I think I mentioned it last, last week that you have a guy like Alessandrini who had the one move and, um, you know, sometimes MLS defenders figure him out. But for the most part, I felt like Allison Green was effective in that one move that he had. Um, same thing with Cabral. Cabral, it seems, it very much seems like he has a move, right? It's It's been okay for him, but as we saw in, Van, in Vancouver, the defender figured him out real quick. So I think with Cabral, he's still in that sort of like, am I here or am I there? What what pace am I supposed to be at right now? He's still trying to figure it out. Now he, feel, he just feels said, young still. You know, yes, he just feels young. young. Yeah. And and with all that being said, you see that 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 level of of I don't know if it's pressure or nerves or the the overt desire to do something big for your team. And you get ahead of yourself and you do something like miss a, a sitter, an open netter almost. Um, I think he'll figure it out. And as you guys both pointed out, we have him for five years. That's a long time. I don't think he's going to be missing open netters for five years. I think he's going to figure it out. Um, is it frustrating in the moment? Yes, absolutely. There's flashes of promise. There's, you can see. The, the way that we're starting to figure out how to use him, he's going to be effective in MLS. He may not be, you know, Josef Martinez or, or Miguel Amiron, but I don't think he's going to be Ezekiel Barco. Oof, already taking shots at Barco. Deep cuts, man. Deep cuts, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the thing I, I will say about overall, about Cabral's game and, and how, you know, his ineffectiveness on the team so far um, you know, and what we expect from him. The, the thing with this is that there is no, I think I said this last week too, there's no, it hasn't been hurting us, per se. Um, we are not dependent on Cabral to win games. This is not uh, an issue where if Pavon is not doing what he needs to do, we're not going to do anything in this game. If it's yeah, not we, won't, we wouldn't win the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if Zlatan is not doing what he's supposed to be doing, then again, we're not going to be winning this game. So um, I feel that because there's still a learning curve for him, and I think because we're winning games, uh, you can certainly criticize him, but because we're winning games, we're not completely throwing them out yet, and we're not completely going, uh, you know, all out. You know, we're turning on you yet. I think if the, if we were losing games and he wasn't effective and he wasn't you know, kind of, um, you know, doing his part in order to to put this team in in, in a winning position. Um, we would be seeing a completely this could be afforded at the moment if the season turns or they get into a slump, which is kind of inevitable in MLS. At some point, you have to slump. So, um, you know, what's Cabral doing then? And how will we be talking about that? What I will say about him is that before the assist, and we're talking about the play right before the assist, on the other end, San Jose uh, missed a very, very, what should have been a goal. 
Um, and Cabral, and I know you guys know what, exactly what play I'm talking about here. Cabral decides to turn, like, sees the guy with the ball, decides to turn his back on his defender, almost saying, like, oh, I didn't see that. Somebody else probably should pick him up. If I just pretend to just stand here and look lost, someone yeah. else is going to yeah, do my job was, for that me. That was frustrating. Um, wow. That was an absolute... I mean, you look at that and you're like, you need to take that guy off the field right now. Right now. Because that was, again, inexcusable. There's no way to justify that whatsoever. He knows very well who has the ball. And he knows very well there is literally nobody around him. That was his man, at the very least, to step up and put some sort of pressure. He just literally turns his back to the to to the to the ball handler, um, yeah. and that he, he almost stopped. leads he, to he, a goal. He stopped. If he would have put one foot further in, he probably could have poked the ball away. But he stopped. I mean, he just—I mean, he was disinterested. He just did not want to do it. It just yeah. what it looked like to me. He just did not want to do it. Like this is not my job. I don't want to do this. Someone else has to step up. His teammates went right after him. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, and rightfully so. I mean, I, I hope that he, I'm, I'm sure you know, Vanny, not going to call him out in public, but I'm sure. You know, in the locker room, he's probably telling him what the fuck. You know, I mean, I can't imagine Vanny not doing that. I'm sure he saw it. The entire world saw it, or everyone who watched the game saw it. It was like a front and center. Um, and I think it was—I don't remember if it was trophies. It might have been someone else, but the, I mean, they missed. They absolutely missed. I don't know how they missed, but they missed. Um, that should have been a goal. And then you go the other way, and guess what? Cabral makes the assist, and <laughs> you know, quickly. Uh, makes us forget about what happened, at least momentarily. But, you know, plays like that, when you're... And again, it, it could very well be, you know, a young mistake, you know, 21-year-old. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on in his head. I don't know what his, you know, thought process is um, on that play. But um, this is, for me, inexcusable. Um, and, you know, again, maybe it's just one of those things he has to learn. And I know we don't see Cabral as a, as a defensive player. Um, I know we see him as an offensive player, but in, in this system, I, I don't think that flies. Uh, with Greg Vanny, that doesn't fly. I'm sure Greg Vanny let him have it behind closed doors, but, um, you know, that can happen. Uh, so this is, like, for me, the first game that I can really, really criticize Cabral because um, he made quite a few mistakes um, and yet still the second-highest-rated player. Uh, in the uh, soccer is broken. I'm telling you. Mm, yeah, soccer is broken. Your rap is and, broken, man. Mm-hmm. So, um, the, and the one thing I want, I do want to say about uh, Grancier is that um, in the press conference, Greg Vanning mentioned that he just had a baby, so he didn't miss the birth of uh, of his baby, and he kind of did it on purpose, so to say. Um, I don't know. No, I don't want to say on purpose because as, as we mentioned home, he, he could, he had the option of going home, uh, home being France, um, to, to, to see the birth of his baby or to see his baby after the baby was born. Um, but again, there's still travel restrictions. There's still quarantine. Uh, even, even if he's vaccinated here, uh, since he's been here, I'm sure that if he would have had to go home, anybody well the thing is, is he, he that, won't but, see his, he won't be able to see his baby anyway but the way that 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 vanny is saying this he's saying that he wanted to play in this san jose game yeah before he goes which is for me kind of like well 
you know what? You kind of understand the history here. You understand that this was an important game. I mean, I mean, if, if let's say you were playing against Vancouver and then Dallas, you think he probably would have left? I think he probably would have left. But I think because, like, hey, that's an important game, right? Yeah. We need to win that game, right? Yeah. Fuck that team, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to stay here, and I'm going to go fuck that team. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the way I'm interpreting it. I'm sure a lot of fans will probably, you know, feel the same way, even if it's inaccurate. I kind of feel that he said, I want to stay for the San Jose game. And I respect that. I absolutely respect that. Um, because he understands. And again, th this is the culture that's changing in front of our eyes. It's Greg Vanny, like... This is what it means to put on this jersey. This is what it means to play for this crest. And if these players understand that this is a big game, because what has happened in the past few seasons with San Jose, they've had our number. Not this year, right? As poor as they were, they still had our number. We were poor. So now all of a sudden, these guys seem up for this game. They were pumped. They, you know, what were they screaming after the game? Or Jonah, you know, Cali is ours. Right, California's mm -hmm. arms. Mm -hmm. You know, th th these are these are things that you know what was what was missing um, for for many seasons. You know, so um, I respect that from from Grantier, saying that he wants to to play in this game before he goes back home. I think if it was another opponent, I think he would have chosen to go home. I think uh, obviously that's understandable as to why you, you'd want to do that. But, um, you know, it also kind of plays into why Grancier maybe had a slow start. You know, I mean, his family is back in France, you know, I'm sure there's issues, uh, getting him here to the States. Um, he's going to have to, he, he's here for the next three or four years, you know? So, um, I, I'm sure that takes a toll that he's by himself and his family, um, you know, and his, uh, his girlfriend or wife, I don't know if he's married or not, you know, is pregnant back home and he's not there for her. I'm sure that weighs heavy on him, you know, and he still has to go out there and do his job, you know, every day. And so now that this is, you know, is happening and then if, you know, once you get his family back home, you might even see yet more progress where he's, you know, mentally he's, he's more prepared. Like, all right, I have my family here. I don't have to stress out about that anymore. I'm happy when I come home. I have someone to come home to and all this other good stuff. You know, and kind of like Chicharito, you, you get all that stress off the field, you, you let it go, and you focus on, on on all the good things, and boom, you know, you take off. So, you know, maybe Grand Sear has, you know, in the future, the same effect. I hope so. I, 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 I hope the same for Kevin Cabral, because I would love nothing more than to make him into, you know, a, a bit of a, 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 you know, star with us. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he has to be, but, you know, uh, I mean, like I said, I, I honestly think, and, and I could be wrong on this, but, you know, uh, I know Chicharito is going to get all the accolades because, you know, he's a leading goal scorer. He's uh, currently the face of uh, of the Galaxy, and, you know, he's the focal point. But I also feel that, unlike Zlatan, where you know it's all about Zlatan and everything kind of revolved around him, I don't see everything revolving around Chicharito here. There, no. I, I, I do feel that he is part of something bigger. He is part of that well oil. I see him I, I see him pushing the accolades away from him and, and supporting his teammates and, and calling oh, yeah. him. But you know. Yeah, but with that, that said, you know, but, but with that said, I can't wait for the uh the the movie about uh Chicharito. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun times, fun times. All right, so let, let, let's finish up with some of these stats and, and play a rating. So we had mentioned uh, Julian Araujo as uh, me and David's, what we would have thought was the uh, second high-rated player. Well, he was only 0.1 away from Cabral. He was a 7.7. .7. Um, so I thought he would have been a little higher than that. Julian Araujo, 
has been uh, just absolutely amazing after the first, I believe, two games, maybe three games, uh, where he just had a really rough start. He has just turned it on. He turned on. Uh, it, it, it's exactly where we thought he would be, uh, playing the way exactly uh, the way we expected him to play. So, uh, yeah, best uh, best rated uh, defender uh, at 7.7. Lowest rated defender was uh, 6.9, Sega Koulibaly. Really? Uh, yeah, 6.9. Uh, Nick DePew was at 7.5, and Villafania was at 7.1. Uh, Grand Seer uh, played 64 minutes. He had a 7.5 rating. Uh, and then there were four guys uh, that had 6.8, and that's basically the rest of the guys. Uh, Alvarez, Leggett, uh, Dos Santos, and Jonathan Bond were all at 6.8. Jonathan Bond only had to make two saves and he let one goal in. So, you know, if you're wondering why that's low, again, it kind of half goes by statistics. So, um, so yeah, that rounds up the, 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 uh, the player ratings there. Um, and then just some stats I just want to throw out there. I had mentioned already, uh, the guy did lose the possession battle 63 to 37 for the game, but the expected goals complete different 3.09 for the galaxy 1.1 for san jose so the scoreline uh 100 reflects that they both had 13 shots uh both had three of them on target but guess what galaxy made all three of or at least two of them uh, uh of their goals so uh chances created 10 four big chances uh for the galaxy only one for san jose and, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I know that uh, shots off uh, off the bar don't count as on target. Uh, San Jose had two of those. So if you want to uh, make that as a shot on target, you, you could. But, uh, yeah, I, I think overall a, a pretty good performance from the Galaxy all around. And, um, you know, we hope, they, uh, we hope that continues uh, because you're about to play six games in uh in a month and if, if you if you go by uh when you start august uh you have Let's another another two games just coming right out of the gate your last game in july is the 30th five days later you play again four days later you play again so it's it, it, it's going to be an extremely tough two months for the galaxy um you just lost Jonathan and Alvarez to the Mexican national team. That was actually expected. So they will be out uh, for uh, this Sunday against Kansas City. And uh, as of right now, I think those are the only players that we're missing. I'm not sure if we have any word on Julian Araujo yet. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, how are we feeling about Sunday, guys? Probably going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Um yeah, oh, I mean, like, there. yeah, I'll be there. I'm going to be there. So, uh, the, yeah, listen to our balls and beers, I guess. I mean, yeah, but yeah, I'm all <laughs> L.A. here uh, for sure. I yeah, it's going to be a difficult game, but I think this is going to be a little uh, a little different um, compared to the maximum capacity game, because I know Lewis is, feels that this is going to be kind of the same thing. I don't know. I'm not feeling that um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun as hell. Yeah, I, I got to agree. I, I think this is going to be a really good game. And, you know, as we mentioned in Balls and Beers, this might be game of the week here. Uh, and it's the last game of the of the, the weekend, uh, followed by, you know, fireworks. I expect that we'll probably see some fireworks on the field. Uh, 
Sporting Kansas City is missing Alan Pulido. Uh, there, you know, there's also rumors that uh, Jean-Luc Busio, who's been sort of their their talisman, is uh, will be will be getting uh, sold very soon. So it's possible that he might miss this game, or he might, you know, be a, a player's decision because if uh, if a transfer is imminent, you know, they don't want uh, him out there potentially getting hurt. Um, you have, you're, you know, you're missing Jonathan Dos Santos and you're missing Efrain Alvarez. I think that, you know, Victor Vasquez, Sasha Kleshian or Adam Saldana slot into one of those spots vacated by one of those guys. Um, and I don't see a major drop off there. I think Adam Saldana has proven himself to be very serviceable. I'll, you know, although he's going to be facing a good midfield, um, I still think that overall the Galaxy is going to be able to, to knock this one out. Uh, I hope so. Uh, the, the one thing that kind of uh, half worries me about this Galaxy side, and, it, and it's minimal because uh, this is more along the lines of you can only beat who's in front of you. The Galaxy have seven victories in 10 games. They're winning 70% of their games, which is phenomenal, and they're finding new ways to win, which, again, is phenomenal. The problem here is that the teams that they're beating, they're not playoff teams. Not one of them. They've lost twice to playoff deal. Well, three times. Two times to Seattle, which is nothing to be ashamed of. We know that Seattle is still ahead of us as far as talent, as far as uh, you know how, how far we need to get to and where we want to be. We know that's one of the, the teams that we have to like kind of like set that benchmark uh, with. And then Portland, who is uh, at the bottom of the playoff table, uh, but still in the playoffs. And sure, but that was a red. That, that's not and that was, right, right. And and like I said, that was kind of a throwaway game. Uh, that was going to be your first test after the Seattle game, and you know it was you just kind of threw that away. So the other teams that you're beating, they're I mean they they're not playoff teams. You, you beat Miami, we know that they're not, they're not going to be a playoff team. You hung on to New York, and granted it was your second game, so uh, you know you've improved since then. But you hung on against New York. They're currently. Um, I think it's seventh in the Eastern Conference. They're tied with points with DC United and Montreal. So literally just one tiny little thing changes. And we're talking even one more goal scored for either Montreal or DC can be the difference between a playoff spot uh, and not at the moment. So you're, you you kind of beat a bubble team. You beat LAFC, who probably will make the playoffs You know when the season finishes, but right now not looking good. So... Right now, not in the playoffs. Austin, not going to make the playoffs. San Jose, you beat them twice. Definitely not making the playoffs. And Vancouver, definitely not making the playoffs. So they haven't really faced any real type of competition. And they're still kind of barely squeaking out results. Um, So schedule gets a little tougher uh, as the season goes on, obviously. You're playing Kansas City. It's at home. So you have an advantage. You have two of their best players out. So, again, it's still a stiff test because they're in second place. So, this is going to be the third playoff team that you're playing. And then the next games are very much winnable. You have Dallas, who's at the bottom. You play them twice in July. You play Vancouver yet again. And then you play... Uh, you stay in uh, in Salt Lake because uh, after the Vancouver game, you play against RSL, who right now is a playoff team um, at the moment. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not really sure how to properly gauge the Galaxy because, yes, they're beating teams that they're supposed to be beating, and I commend them for that, and that's what they're supposed to be doing. I can't hate on for them doing something that they're supposed to be doing. 
Um, but I don't know how they're going up against other playoff teams. And right now they're 0-3. So um, hopefully that trend does not continue well, on look, Sunday. Man, and- Kansas City hasn't faced us either, so they have to measure up to where we're at. Ooh, la di Good point. Good point. I like that. I like that. The other side of the coin. Bobby, any thoughts? Um, didn't I? It's been Wonderful. so long Wonderful. since you ta- since <laughs> since since you were talking. It's been so long. I've forgotten if I even said anything about this. I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, I think I was the first one. I think I was the first. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's why it was so long ago. That's right. Apologies, apologies. No, yeah, Galaxy. Woo, you know. I mean, every everything, everything you said though. I mean, you could turn it into turn it into a positive instead of your narrative of a negative. Because look, those were the teams that we were placed in on the schedule. It's not like we could go out and play more high, you know, like playoff teams just because. You know, it's 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 what happened, and losing. And losing to Seattle, you know, is is definitely not something to look down on. So yeah, I mean that's the thing. But you were using it as like, ah, oh, I can't, I can't trust them because of it. But I'm, I'm saying, I think we're we're doing well. I mean, those two, those three things are not bad. So we're going, we're going forward. And and this is our first chance against Kansas City, which I fucking hate because of balls and beers. But um, yeah, I think it's gonna be a good game. I think we're, I think this team, I think this team is feeling, feeling good and. They're just they work well together right now, so hopefully it continues. Please. You want to say anything, Lewis? No, 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 I'm good. <laughs> What's your well, opinion, Lewis? Again, is <laughs> <laughs> anything uh, else? Love, anything I else? Bobby's, I love Bobby's uh, um, uh, message of you: a negative plus a negative equals a positive. Mm. Math. Yeah, Bobby Escalante. <laughs> Mathematics. Um, there is one more thing, and I think Lewis. I don't know if Lewis, you wanted to bring it up, or or if uh, you wanted. No, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, there is one more thing uh, that I do want to bring up uh, before we end the show here. Um, friend of the show and and friend of the entire Galaxy community, uh, Ben Aranda, uh, who is the producer over at um, uh, Riot Squadcast. Many of you know him as producer Ben. Um, his family is going through a really tough time right now. Um, if you have any, uh, belief in, you know, whatever you believe in or, or just in, in the cosmic, um, positivity of the, of the universe, uh, please, please send it, uh, toward Ben and the Aranda family. Um, like I said, they're going through a very, very tough time right now. And so we just want to show our support and, uh, our, you know, send our love toward the Aranda family. Um, you know, we, we wish you the very, very best, in this uh, very difficult moment of, of your lives right now. Um, yes. And, uh, you know, if, if, if nothing else is true, the galaxy family is one that uh, you can certainly lean on and count on to be there and be supportive for you uh, and your family. So we, we wish you, uh, you know, all the, the well wishes that we can possibly give you. Yes, absolutely. Lewis, anything else you, you want to say? Uh, no, they pretty much covered that, and uh, I think we'll end the show on that note. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is episode 225. I'm here with David and Lewis saying goodbye. All right. Bye, everybody. Good night. Good night. See you guys next week. Later. Later.
Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 